This week in the world of marketing, Facebook is all abuzz with the new iOS changes finally taking effect. And everyone seems to be running around like Chicken Little yelling that the sky is falling. Now, when it comes to events like this happening that are seemingly out of our control, it can feel all too easy and understandable to just want to throw up our hands and give up on marketing in general, right? Because we can't control Facebook or Instagram or Apple for that matter. So how in the world do we run a business that actually lasts the test of time when it seems like everything around us is constantly changing and the game rules are always being modified? So that's what we're going to talk about in this episode today is how how do you actually create a business that will withstand all of the different things that happen? So stay tuned. I'm Carrie Carlisle, and I'll be the first to tell you that there's no one right way to build your business online. There's just a right way for you. After helping hundreds of coaches and course creators sell their programs, I've seen firsthand that success doesn't come in a one-size-fits-all package. And I'm here to show you that you can build your business any dang way you want and to inspire you with stories of different women who have overcome different challenges and have built their businesses in different ways. So let's dive in and help you create a life and a business that you love. This is the Choose Your Own Biz podcast. So like I mentioned at the top of this episode, uh, right now, everybody is going a little bit wonky when it comes to talking about Facebook ads because Apple just put some new iOS changes into effect where people basically get to opt in or opt out of whether or not their information gets tracked by people like Facebook and other third-party resources. And that was a typical way that Facebook was able to track what people did, where they went afterwards, whether or not they purchased your stuff, whether or not they became a lead. And so right now, if you go on like Facebook and Instagram, there are so many people talking about these changes. And I even saw this horribly scary ad about how Facebook ads have just been ruined for every business owner. Now, granted, that guy actually sells information about Facebook ads. So he has gone to the extreme to have like this scare tactic and this fear. But it is kind of unnerving that you can find a strategy that works really well for your business. And then one day, because you have no control over it, poof, there it goes. It's gone. So sometimes it can feel like you, I mean, you've seen people, maybe even felt this yourself, where you're like, I'm not going to do Facebook ads. Oh my gosh, Instagram doesn't work for me. I don't know about um, Twitter. It, that's not really helping my business. All these different platforms that we are going in and building a following on, putting out content in front of, it can feel sometimes like, What's the point when we never know what they're going to change on us? One thing that's working now might not be working later, right? So how do you create a business in such a way that you don't have to worry when these changes come up? You don't have to have that panicky chicken little feeling like you're running around with your head cut off, um, screaming the sky is falling and woe is me and it's the end of my business and everybody's business as we know it. That's what I want to talk a little bit about today. And it's something, it's a lesson that I actually learned a very long time ago. Um, and shout out to the person who first taught me Facebook ads, Courtney Foster Donahue. Um, I was back in the day, I, I learned ads from her and her, uh, FB, uh, her FB framework, um, paid group. And I remember her saying that she doesn't even worry about the algorithm. 
because she knows that if she puts out good content, that people always look and find her. And so that's one of the things that I wanted to start with first. So when it comes to being able to attract people into your world, messaging rises above everything. So if you know how to talk to your people, if you know what their problems are, what their dreams and desires are, what you offer people, and that's what you are sharing on a consistent and regular basis, that's what you're constantly putting in front of people, even if there are changes, there will still be a way for these people to find you. They will always find you somehow. If that ends up where you have to go over to YouTube, if you have to go over to Instagram instead of Facebook, there will be people who resonate with that message. And as long as you have your messaging spot on, people will find you. So that's the number one thing that I think people forget is it's not trying to master like some algorithm, not trying to beat something else out. It's really coming across and getting to know your audience and showing up for them the way that they need to be shown up for. Which brings me to the next part of it, which is meeting people where they are at. So there are so many different strategies and tactics out there for how to get people into your world, right? Um, There's organic traffic, there's paid traffic, there's giving people freebies, there's getting people to pay for something first, there's running webinars, there's doing, you know, challenges. There are going to be different ways that people get introduced to you, different ways that people like to learn, different timelines that people are going to get warmed up to you by. So one of the cool things that I've thought about recently is if I can focus all of my energy into one main way to get people into my world, but give them different options to get into that world, then I am kind of meeting people where they're at, right? So for the people who really love listening, then they can listen to my podcast. For the people who might really enjoy reading, I'm thinking about transcribing these podcasts so that you can actually read it instead of just listening to it, right? For somebody who needs some extra time to warm up to me, a freebie would be great. If there's somebody who wants to pay right away to get a solution really quickly, then one of my mini offers might be a good place for them to start. But creating a system in place to get leads and sales is going to be one of the things, one of the best things that you can do to make sure that your business lasts the test of time. Because I want you to think about it. If you are thinking about like, um, a, let's think about an axle, right? On a car where it's just a rod. I'm thinking about Legos. I totally build Lego cars all the time with my son. Um, what you typically have is one long bar and then you pop the two wheels onto either end, right? So if you always have that one long bar in the middle, the solid piece, the solid foundation of your business that you know is working, which brings you leads and it brings you sales. That's the automated part. Then you can change out whatever tire you want on the left side, which would be like your traffic, how you're getting actual people into your funnel to become leads on your email list. And you can change out the tire on the other end, which is what you're going to be selling people once they're on your email list. Once they have gotten to know you, what are they now buying? What is it like a service? Is it a one-on-one coaching? Is it a program that you have, a course, whatever it is, you can change out those tires on either end as you need to, the front end and the back end. But that middle part, that system that you have in place for getting leads into your world, that remains the same. 
And that's one of the things that I love building with people. Um, one of the main reasons I started teaching it in sales in your sleep program with my students was because once you have that sales system in place, you can literally put any traffic that you want to it. You can drive it to that system. And on the back end, you can sell anything you want. You can switch out what it is, but you always have that one mainstay in place. And it doesn't matter if you have to switch systems, if you have to learn a different way to get traffic into it, that's okay because you always have the system in place. So it's not like you're restarting from the very beginning every single time. Now, the reason that's so important is this main axle, if you will, this little rod that you're sticking your wheels on, is that you are building your email list. Your email list is the one thing that you truly do own in your business when it comes to assets and, and um, having a list of leads, right? It's your leads, it's your customers. If you change platforms for your email list, your emails go with you, right? It is a way that you can market to them and you can contact them for free you know, minus the cost of the CRM, right? <laughs> but it is a way that you can send email out to your people. So I remember the story and this really hit home to me. One of my coaches very early on, she had built her business originally mainly using YouTube videos and she was doing very well on YouTube videos. Um, and she had made a point to make sure that her call to action on her YouTube videos was to join her email list and get this free download when they join the email list. Well, she also knew several other marketers who were building a large following on YouTube. I don't know what year this was. It was some time ago, but I guess YouTube changed one of their algorithms and people basically lost their following overnight, right? Their, their stuff was no longer getting shown. They weren't getting traction. And I remember my coach at the time saying how grateful she was because where she saw all of her other marketing friends now struggling because they had relied solely on their YouTube traffic and did not build an email list, all she had to do was send several emails out to her email list who had she had been nurturing at the same time and say, hey, you know, we're, we're closing down our YouTube channel. We are now doing all of these videos over here on Facebook. And so she was very easily able to switch the platform she was using and her business kept running pretty smoothly. I mean, a minor bump, but not like a major bump like people had. And so I think you have to take a step back sometimes and say, what is the system that I have in place? Independent of any sort of traffic source that I'm getting, you know, independent of Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, all the other things that I don't have control over. What system do I have in place that is 100% in my control to get those leads and sales coming in the door? so that I can point people to that in any way, shape, or form that I can, right? So that way, if for some reason you do have to move a platform, or if you um, need to change things up, you have a strategy already in place where now you just move to the new platform and you drive people from there, drive traffic from there. When you focus on creating a list of people, and nurturing them over time, then you really do have that power to pivot your traffic and change up even what you sell on the back end, right? So as long as you focus on that, no matter where that traffic is coming from, you can have a sustainable business that lasts the test of time. Now, the other part of this, and I was just listening to this earlier today, that I think is really important is 
to keep an eye on what's working and what's not working for you personally in your business. So I was listening to a podcast earlier today where they were talking about how um, their particular business, they had done all of their launches a certain way for many, many years. And then in the last year, they realized that one component of it was really what people loved, loved engaging in it, which was the live component. And so this year they decided they're going to switch their whole model to just that one live component of it because that was really where they were getting engagement and traffic. So even when you do have the system in place, keep paying attention to what people like. Because going back again to meeting people where they're at, if you focus on what people are enjoying, what people are not as engaged in, then that gives you a clue as to what to change in your own personal business, which is the only thing that you really have control over, right? Is creating these systems for yourself that are independent of anything else um, out there, any of these other companies. So I just wanted to share that with you today because I do know that sometimes it can really feel like, oh my gosh, I don't know how you can ever build a sustainable business with this. And it really is going back to what the foundation is, the system that you have in place for getting leads and sales. And then you have the power to choose and decide how you want to get people into that funnel. And if one way doesn't work, great, you try another way. If that way doesn't work, then you try a different way. But you always have a way to capture them, to build your email list and really nurture and love on those people to have a successful business. So thanks for listening and I will catch you next time on the podcast. Are you ready to launch an online course or program but don't know exactly how to do it? Maybe even just thinking about the time and energy it takes to actually launch without your launch taking over your life can make you wanna put on your sweatshirt, pull out the Ben and Jerry's and binge watch friends on the couch. Well, I'm here to say, put that ice cream away, my friend, because all you need is a solid strategic plan, and that's what I'm about to share with you. Inside my Launch and Win Blueprint, I help you create a customized step-by-step -step plan to take you from paralyzing overwhelm frustration to successfully launching stress-free in as little as four weeks. And the best part is that it's only $27. So if that sounds like something you're interested in, get all the details and grab it now by going to launchandwin.com dot com.